Well, it's summertime here and there, probably. Uh, wherever you are listening. I'm, I'm, I'm assuming everybody has summer at the same time, which is probably not true. Anyway, it's time for our summer patron giveaway. Yes, this time we're doing a prize pack of uh, selected comics, uh, some swag, um, uh, uh, some special stuff, uh, gifts from Jason from Hawaii, so some Hawaiian goodies, um, all kinds of fun stuff to share our love to you, uh, the patrons. So if you would like to be included in our summertime giveaway, just become a patron at any level uh, between now and Labor Day. So it's a summer giveaway, and then after Labor Day, we will pull a, a patron randomly from the stack and send you a prize pack. Now, not only that, not only do you get entered to win, you got to be in it to win it, by the way. That's what they say. You get on-air thanks and show notes, shouts out, shout-outs, shout-outs, shouts out. Uh, priority inclusion of your feedback and questions or comments into the show. Access to our patron-only Slack community, very popular. Exclusive content, um, you get bonus episodes that nobody else gets. You get early access to bonus episodes or regular episodes. You get them ad-free, you get them unedited. Um, sometimes that's a blessing and a curse, depending uh, on your feelings there. Uh, all kinds of fun stuff. And our uh, the uh, as the... The levels go up, you get more more stuff. Um, uh, the, but that's that's kind of the ground floor stuff you get um, coming in as a patron. So please do so. It also means that you like what we're doing and you're sharing and caring enough to uh, throw us a couple of um, shekels our way. And we appreciate that. And it helps keep the lights on. It helps pay the server fees. It helps um, keep us going and keep us doing it on our our road to a thousand episodes. Can we get there? <clears throat> I hope so. I hope so. But everything's going up. It's getting harder and harder um, to justify uh, luxury expenses like podcast fees. So your help it is greatly appreciated and. We want uh, to continue that. Some of you just do it just to say thanks. We appreciate that. Some of you do it for the giveaway. Some of you do it for uh, some of the tier perks. All those are valid. So whatever your reasoning, join our Patreon. Give us a little bit of love. We appreciate it. Come contest time, uh, we'll, uh, we'll, maybe we'll pull your name. And you will get a fun prize pack. Uh, mailed directly to you. Thank you for listening, and thank you for your support. Now back to the show. Thank you for listening to Comics for Fun and Profit. This is Carl and Drew with your sneak peek at next week, episode number 842 for comics originally releasing August 1st and August 2nd. Holy crap, Drew, this year is flying. But before Drew and I get into what's coming up in your local comic book shops this coming Tuesday or Wednesday. Drew, do we have anything else fun for the world of comics? Because I know what a lot is going on. Yeah, there's tons going on. Um, our robot overlords over at Chap GPT also sent us their um, <laughs> top I like that we're leaning into that, you know, so like yeah. really buttered them up when it comes we to We need it. to bid on their good they will side. keep us around 100%. Yes, they need us to be... Um, I don't know, slaves of some sort. We'll, we'll, we'll do that. Maybe we can just organize comics for them. Someone will need to blow the dust out of their processors, and if they'll <laughs> let me live, I will gladly do that. That sounds dirty. Anyway. Yeah, I know. As soon as it came out of my mouth, I was like, wait, I should have said something different. <laughs> this is ChatGPT's um, top 10 female comic book antiheroes. Um, Kyle. Antiheroes? female anti-heroes how many do you think you can guess of the 10 two two okay so go ahead harley harley's number two okay bad girl nope i was not an anti-hero okay uh, skirt, uh black widow black widow is not on here no if she works for an organization, I thought maybe she just kind of went really Black quiet. something is, though. Black Canary? No. Black 
Meow. Black cat. Oh, Catwoman or Black Cat. Black Cat. Black Catwoman. Yes, Black Cat. Yes. And then Catwoman. Black Black Cat is um number six, and Catwoman is number one. There you go. That makes yeah, that's an obvious one. I don't know why yes. I zigged when I said a zag there. Yes. Let's see here. Who else we got from Mainstay? We got any? Oh, uh, let's Mystique. Mystique is number four. There we go. Yeah, so you got one, two, four, six. Yeah, one, two, four, and six. What's your face? The the. Oh, why am I blanking now? I'm on. You put me on the spot, and I'm totally joking. Think of um. There it is. Oh, Electra. Electra is number three. Yes. Gotcha. And then think of um, Titanium Claws. X-23? X-23 is on here, yeah. Oh. Laura yeah, I guess Kenny. she started off. Yeah, she started off killing people. Being, being, being bad. Um, oh, well, you, you'll get these when, when I say them. I don't know if you'll be able to pull them, though. So, what's, what's the, the, she's, she's, she's the, they did the sexy cover. She's an, an X-Men. She was uh-huh. in. Yep, you're uh, on the right track. Yep. I, I am blanking on her friggin' name, and it's uh, it's embarrassing. It's uh, it's 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 chilly. It's not frost. snow, but it's frost. Frost, frost yes. Frost. Yeah, Emma Frost Emma is number frost. five. I could not think. I, Emma Frost is number five. Because I immediately was thinking of Old Man Logan, and I, I just could not come up with it. Mm-hmm. And then we have um, Vixen at number seven from the Justice League, which uh, I guess I don't read enough Justice League to remember her being uh, an yeah. anti-hero. Um, X-23, you mentioned. Uh, Talia Agul. Oh, okay. That is a good one. one. And then um, they round it out with uh, Rose Wilson, um, Ravager, daughter of of Deathstroke. Okay. Okay. Which isn't bad. You know what? I'd I'd like to throw a shout out to our robot overlords. Yeah. Very good job. Great job, robots. Fantastic. You will Robots. soon replace us all. <laughs> we are ready. You know, when they drive the show, it really does work well. Yes. Now, Kyle, also while you were gone on your um, walkabout, uh, the Eisners <laughs> the Eisners happened because San Diego Comic-Con happened. Oh, uh, yeah, we forgot. Don't we normally talk about those? Yeah. So, um, of I'll give you the categories... Um, that I want to talk about because some of them are I don't are categories I don't care about. Um, <laughs> Can we get Mike then, in for the other categories? Then since you probably just rolled in and don't know who won, then you can guess Zero who won. I'll tell you if you're right. Zero clue. Okay. okay, best single issue or one shot. The nominees were Mouse Guard, Nightwing, Ooh. Wolven Daughter, Marvel Voices, and Wonder Woman Historia. I mean, Nightwing pops from me. Yeah, I thought so too, uh, but it was Wonder Woman Historia who won that one. Womp womp. Yeah. Best best continuing series. When, wait, a wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. These these are um these are twenty. I got the wrong year. Hold on. Hold on. I need to go to the twenty three. I'm sorry. Ignore that. Ignore that last one. That didn't happen. Best single one shot is um, All right. Batman One Bad Day, The Riddler, Ooh, okay. um, Mary Jane Black Cat Beyond, mm-hmm. Moon Knight Black White and Blood, Star Ooh. Trek Four Hundred, and A Vicious Circle. I'm. Uh, it's between the first one and, and Moon Knight. I'm going with the yeah. uh, the One Bad Day. The one bad day, Tom King and Mitch Jarrett, yeah, they won right. that was, one, yes. Tom King, see, the much maligned Tom King. Yep. Pulled yep. Through. Uh, best continuing series, um, the nominees were Daredevil, God. Department of Truth, okay. Philadelphia, mm-hmm. Nice House on the Lake, hey, Nightwing, and She-Hulk. I have to choose between Nice House on the Lake and Nightwing? Yeah. And why is She-Hulk in there? No, I'm just kidding. Um. Yeah, it's Nightwing. Good Nightwing's phenomenal. Nightwing won. Nightwing. Tom Taylor and Bruno Redondo won that yeah. one. Yeah. 
Uh, best limited series, Animal Castle, Batman One Bad Day, The Human Target, Miracle Man, and Superman Space Age. I'm going to say they probably. See, I don't think Batman One Bad Day is going to win multiple things, so I think it's probably not going to go. So probably that Miracle Man book. It was, that was the big. Human Target, one of my favorites. Also Tom King. This time Tom King wins the second. Wow, he wins again. Yeah, the much maligned Tom King cleaning up at the Eisners. Uh, best new series: The Atonement Bell, Love Everlasting, Public Domain. Star Trek, Traveling to Mars. Public Domain is Zdarsky, right? Yes. Oh, that's it. That's it. That's exactly what won. Yeah, good boy, Jip. Yep. Um, I don't know if we know humor publications. Um, graphic memoirs, no. Um, best writer, Grace Ellis, Tom King. Mark Russell, James Tinian, or Chip Zdarsky? Very challenging one. Ooh. Did you say best writer? Best writer. Grace Ellis, Tom King, Mark Russell, James Tinian, Chip Zdarsky. Okay, if you're going for bulk, didn't Tinian do a ton of stuff because of Substack this year? He sure did. Tom King already won. Uh, I'm going Tinian, my boy Tinian, just because I keep Tinian, calling him my boy. Tinian was the winner. Yeah, did right the most. Tom King was right there behind him, but um, Tinian, he he did wrote a lot of stuff. Yeah. Um, best writer slash artist: Sarah Anderson, Kate Beaton, Espy, Junto Ito, and Zoe Thorogood. Junto Ito. Uh, no, Kate Betton for Ooh. Ducks. Ducks. So that was, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't, I didn't see that one. I've never read that one. Uh, best penciler anchor or penciler anchor team: Jason Sean Alexander, Alvaro Martinez Bueno, Sean Phillips, Bruno Redondo, and Greg Smallwood. It's got to be Bruno Redondo. Should have been, but it went to it's Greg Smallwood notes. for the Human Target instead. Uh. Jeez. Uh, best cover artist, Jen Bartel, Bruno okay. Redondo, Alex Ross, always Sana Takata, and Zoe Thorogood. They love them some Alex Ross. Yeah, I, I thought he might get it too, um, but they went they went with Bruno Redondo, so he got it for Nightwing. Hey, Nightwing cleaning up. Uh, yeah, one. man. Uh, there uh, are people like me. Yeah. Yes. Uh, best coloring: Jordi Belair, That's my John favorite. Francois Ballou, Dave mm-hmm. McKaig, Jacob Phillips, Alex Ross, or Alex Diana Ross. Souza. I mean, Jordi Belair is my favorite. Yeah, she won. She's I mean, awesome. if she gets nominated, she usually wins. Right? Yeah, she just yeah yeah. Um, I'm not sure if you're a big letterers fan. We'll skip the letters. <laughs> We've had this conversation a million times. Give me letters. Give me letters. I want. You want the letters? Okay. Letters. Pat Brusseau, Chris Maybe Dickey, not. Todd okay. Klein. Sorry. Nate Picos and no Stan Sakai. I know Stan Sakai, but are they gonna give him for Usagi for just coloring things? For lettering, yeah. <laughs> yeah we're going. I don't. Dicky, Dicky, Dicky. It was Stan Sakai. Hey, shoot, I could have got, got that one. Yeah. Um, best comics related periodical or journalism Alter Ego, The Comic Book Creator, Comics Journal, The Panel X Panel Magazine, um, Rob Salkowitz, Forbes, ICTV2, and Publisher Week, Publishers Weekler, Weekly, and a write in for Comics for Funded Profit. Should have been. That, that's what should have won, but it didn't, didn't quite have, have what it Ooh. took. No guess? No guess. Panel X Panel Magazine. Oh. Uh, which, or Panel by Panel. panel by maybe pa- it's Panel yeah. by Panel. Um, so that was that, was that one. Um, Web Comics, Digital Comics. 
Um, I mean, one of the, the digital comics was pretty cool. Um, I won't read them all. I'll just tell you one. It was Barnstormers <laughs> by Scott Snyder and Tula hey, So a comicsology one. That was nice. Very cool. Web comic went to Lore Olympus, which I'd have never heard of. Um, best publication design went to Parker, the Martini edition by Sean Phillips. That was kind of cool. Um, my boy Charles M. Schultz, The Art and Life of the Peanuts creator and 100 Objects won for best Very comic cool. book. So, so there's the Eisners. We don't really understand how things get nominated, um, but it seems like they get it right uh, sometimes when um, they hand them out. So, but so just like cool. our robot overlords, it's Disney, and we just let them do what they want, and we say thank you for yes. what you leave us. Yes, exactly. Hey, Drew. What's up? Oh, okay, so I've got a problem. <laughs> you know? I know. So many. <laughs> I wake up too early. I go to my job, and I am not a morning person. I am dragging in the day, and I develop this horrible habit of drinking these stupid energy drinks. 180 milligrams of caffeine, you know, the jolt I need, or I think I need at least to get my day started. And then by the time I come back, you know, after lunch from my two o'clock, I need a second one. That's almost 400 milligrams of caffeine I'm putting right in my body. And boy, does it got me feeling pretty crappy by the end of the day. So I need to break that habit. And Drew, I've found the elixir that's going to help me break that habit. And it is magic mind. Yes. Good stuff. It is uh, gives you energy, but not um, energy that's going to get you jittery. And it it it's got a it's got stuff in it that will actually help you be focused and mm-hmm. and get your clarity going and get get your creativity and your juices flowing, as well as the energy boost. And you know they've got some really interesting. Uh, all natural ingredients that in a combination, one of them is called ashwagandha. Um, and it's an adaptogen that um, reduces stress and anxiety. And golly, in this world nowadays, if you can give me something that reduces my stress and anxiety, <laughs> I'll take all the ashwagandha you can stick in there. So that that's, that's a really cool uh, added bonus. Um, and we have things like lion's mane mushroom. And the big thing about that is inflammation. I've been talking a ton with family about inflammation, how all oh, the yeah. sugars and things we ingest cause oh, inflammation yeah. in our joints and inflammation in uh, our lungs and all the rest of our, our organs and stuff. And it's so bad for you. And, you know, with me, with all the joint pain I have any way, the last thing I need is additional inflammation. So anything I can take that's going to be healthier for me, sustain my energy and help relieve all the inflammation from the things I'm supposed to be preventing. That's absolutely the things I need to be putting into my body. And magic mind has all that really cool stuff in one nice little easy shot container. I just can grab one on the way out oh, yeah. of the door and it's good sustained energy in the morning. Keeps me from having that crash, you know, makes me so I don't pass out at work and get fired. All the good things. That I need. <laughs> and yeah, it, it, it tastes good. Um, I encourage everyone to try it. Um, if if you're not 100% all day long, this is this is going to get you there. It's it's kind of a game changer. Um, what you want to do is if you feel, if you feel you want to try this out, go to magicmind.co/comicsfunprofit and use our code. You can get um, 20% off uh, of an initial one-time purchase or up to 56% off of a subscription. So if this sounds good to you, go to magicmind.co slash comics fund profit and use our code cfp you can get up to 50 percent 56 percent off your subscription for the next 10 days with the code cfp or you can just use that discount code cfp at magicmind.co slash comics fund profit to get 20 percent off a one-time purchase just to sample dip your toe check it out uh, Jason said this in, and he said, hey, since uh, Robert Kirkman bought the comic book rights to Transformers and G.I. Joe, yeah. um, what childhood show, cartoon, toy line, video game that you loved as a kid would you buy the rights to make into a comic book series? They've done that, so much. So much yeah, what, what's, not, what's not been done yeah. that's left that is beloved by me as a kid? Mm-hmm. Um, Cause like I'm like, ooh, I love Mega Man. It's already a comic. 
Yeah. Transformers, already a comic. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, already a comic. <laughs> yeah. But you know what? I mean, I guess you could you could just take it over and then put your own spin on it. I mean, didn't like so my favorite game of all time, my favorite video game of all time is Final Fantasy VI. So I guess if you could flesh out the story of those 19 characters or whatever mm-hmm. in comic book form, I would read the living crap out of that. That's cool. Yeah. And who would you um who would you want to write and draw that? I uh, we we'd give it to uh, uh our saga team. Oh, yes, our saga team. They would mm-hmm. do they would do a great job with that. I heard um uh, your your Final Fantasy 14 is coming to the Xbox now. So Yeah, I've been well, I've been playing it on PC for many 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 years. But, oh, yeah. okay. So it's just getting ported. You don't even care then. I do care. I'll okay. pop some achievements and have a good old time with it. Okay. But actually, I'm kind of boycotting uh, Square Enix at the moment, so we'll have to see how I feel. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. You comic book nerds do get riled up. Not comic book, <laughs> We're a, video game nerds. A video fickle game nerd. bunch. A fickle bunch, Yeah, yes. a comic book people are very, very even. They don't. They but of course. Oh, yeah. Right. Yes, yes. Yes. Um, I'm trying to think. I Maybe. You know, I, I really loved Gilligan's Island. There you go. Has there ever been a Gilligan's Island comic? <laughs> no. What yeah. really happened on that three hour tour before they got? Yeah. And we could uh we get could boundless do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we could have there some we fun go. with yeah. the professor and Marianne <laughs> with uh boundless doing Gilligan Island comics. So many coconuts. Yeah. Or or yeah, it could be like could be like a twisted you know, there could be cannibal I think there was an episode where there was cannibals. Yep, on there. So we could do like a the cross team. We could get Garth yeah, Ennis and Jason, <laughs> Jason Burroughs doing Gilligan's Island and have Avatar print it. Man, I would love that. That would be awesome. That's what I would <laughs> do. Uh, nobody else would read it, but I would read that. <laughs> the cross team doing Gilligan's Island for Avatar. I would resurrect Avatar. That, that would be awesome. awesome. Maybe that's what I could. We could buy. We could buy Avatar, and that would be sweet. That would be pretty dope. <laughs> we had some other what else came in here oh should if if superheroes existed should the government regulate no and register superheroes to maintain accountability like in marvel's civil war storyline yeah no no they should not because the government can't get things correct well that's true <laughs> my apologies what are your feelings on the role of sidekicks in comics? How do they conti- contribute um, to the development of the main hero? What do you think of sidekicks? Uh, yeah, you know, things like Oracle for Batman makes total sense, where you have somebody kind of behind the technology in there helping kind of lead the way and, you know, eye in the sky. Those kind of things make sense. But just like, hey, I'm going to bring a small child with me to fight doesn't really make sense. <laughs> um <laughs> well, they start as a sidekick and then they get their own own, own book. Yeah. I don't know. Sometimes that works, but I guess. But times it works, and <laughs> many times it does not work. Um, yeah, I, I mean, obviously team things, but yeah, sidekicks have always kind of freaked me out a little bit, just because, especially when <laughs> they're children, it just you know, there's something weird about it. Should the comic book universes, the various comic book universes, be treated as separate entities, or uh, is it more compelling when characters from the different universes can interact and team up? You like keeping it separate? The word universes is too vague here. What do you mean? Like a multiverse. Uh, Like, like let's say you had the ultimate. Keep like like the ultimate universe you like keeping them in the ultimate universe or do you like it when ultimate characters are intermingled with no uh, keep them i never like it when more than one of there's another version of a character in a different world if that world already has a spider-man it doesn't need a second spider-man yeah yeah agreed those are some uh wacky questions that came in from listeners just like you so feel free to reach out and send us an email at comicsforfunandprofit at gmail.com. Um, and you can ask us a question, too. Of course, our Patreon uh, patrons have direct access via our Slack channel to ask us whatever they want, whenever they want. So um, <laughs> it's a little easier for them. But you can still get through. 
Kyle, let's, absolutely anything. Yes, exactly. Kyle, let's slide on over to uh, the good friends at uh, CBSI and see what the hot 10. It's not, it's not great. We're not happy about it, but it is what it is. Um, what do they got for us? this week? Yeah, our good friends at CBSI, of course, that's comicbookinvest.com. Um, and, you know, knowing the week that it is, I think we can pretty much guess what pretty much everything is. Um, of course, everything is San Diego Comic-Con. So that's just kind of where we're stuck with the day. So um, most of you probably didn't make any money on these if you didn't go to the San Diego Comic-Con. Yeah, this is stuff you can't get. Couldn't get. Yeah. yeah. Um, right now, my everything is dying. So give me one second. Well, I can tell you the first one while he gets his stuff up. It's Batman Spawn number one. And it is a San Diego Comic-Con variant. Uh, there's a red one going for 50 to 70 bucks. And there's a gold one that's going for over $100. And um, I, I guess that's okay. So those of you who went directly to that booth and bought it, however many there were, we don't know. You got that one. All right. Sorry, I figured out what was going on. Sorry. We're good. <laughs> you just talked about Batman Spawn? Uh-huh. Yeah, they didn't They didn't give us a, a print run on that one. A lot of these tell how many there are, but we're not right. really sure on that one. At rank two, we have Mandalorian, number one, the Peach Momoko San Diego Comic-Con sketch variant. Limited to. 700 it's just a sketch so it doesn't look with moco is because her big thing is her collars of course yeah um but 150 bucks peach continues her thing and there is still a following this is a pretty high selling price but right now and we'll see yeah for 700 them out there that's if high you didn't like that you're not gonna like the next one drew the mandalorian 2023 number one adi granov san diego comic-con variant limited to 700 this one going for between 100 and 125 dollars and it's again just pencils but it's a little nicer <laughs> sure <laughs> and at rank four spawn number one the puppeteer lee san diego comic-con variant 100 bucks homage to mcfarland covers are done well but do we do really need these we don't think so. But do we want it? Apparently, we all do want it. Mm -hmm. Oh, man. Look at these, Kyle. Uh, I'm excited. At five, we have Roy Void, <laughs> Void Rivals, number one. Daniel Warren Johnson, San Diego Comic-Con variant, 80 to 90 bucks. Void Rivals continues to sell, so it is no surprise that Image would do a con variant, and it would do so well in the aftermarket because it's got a Transformer on the front. Yeah. Who is that? Can you tell? I cannot. I cannot. What's his face? Yeah. At rank six, we have Transformers number one, the Ashcan, Daniel Warren Johnson writing, Mike Spicer on our an eighty dollar book, of course. Our good boy Optimus Prime on the front. I think it was a good call to add Marty McFly to this cover. Where is he hiding his hoverboard? Huh? Is that is that who it is? Yeah, it must be the dude on the front. We can't. We unfortunately are looking at a postage stamp. At rank seven, we have Marvel Comics Presents 1995, an oldie one, a non-San Diego one. Was just a $5 book, now between 30 and 40 bucks. The lone non-San Diego Comic-Con book that's on the list, just because Hugh Jackman is wearing the yellow suit, does not turn this book into a key. Um, sounds like we're turning into the get-off-my-lawn guy, because we're just not happy about that. Yeah, people are really, really overreacting to this. <laughs> uh, old yellow suit um, yeah it, it, it blew up while you were going as well and people passed it around and oh my goodness this oh my god he's wearing this old yellow suit that means i mean it has i think it has spiked hulk 181 too because of it yeah um and then any time that there was a crossover between deadpool and um hulk at, or and wolverine in that suit people are gobbling those up too so mm -hmm. kind of dumb at rank eight, we have The Amazing Spider-Man, number 25, J. Scott Campbell, San Diego Comic-Con exclusive. Between $100 and $120, J. Scott Campbell. Campbell just continues to hit. He changed the game and continues to profit from those rules he made. Yeah, draw all chicks. Yes. At rank nine, we have The Invincible, Greg Capullo, San Diego Comic-Con variant. The color one is going between 80 and 90. The black and white between 100 and 135. Capullo is excellent. As we may have mentioned in other blurbs this week, why keep reprinting things? Oh, yeah. People buy them. Yeah. 
at rank 10. We have Something is Killing the Children. Number one, Pen and Ink, Andrew K. Curry, San Diego Comic-Con variant. I don't think this is good because uh, if you're doing a Something is Killing variant, um, this That'd is be prison. Be, yes, this should be prison. <laughs> The red and silver is $75, similar to The Walking Dead doing color versions of the same books. This one took the color away. Mm. Seems like a cash grab. But hey, what do we know? Oh, I love this one. Invincible, number two, the Rose Besh San Diego Comic-Con variant, $80. Well, it's cover and a variant of a reprint. It's a shame that publishers keep reprinting these and collectors, why do we keep buying them? Those would... We're easily gullible. <laughs> That's right. Tales of the Teen Titans, number one, the Alex Rocks, San Diego Comic-Con, Virgin C variant. Between 75 and $100, Ross is the man, but not disclosing the print run is not fun. We don't let it yeah. That is a dope-looking Starfire. Yeah. I'm hoping that uh, cover prices top 20 is not uh, 20 San Diego Comic Con folks, I'm gonna be bummed. I wouldn't put money on it, but maybe. Yeah, I'm not looking ahead yet. Um, let's let's slide over to our good friends at Lunar and see what is going on in FOC land. Yeah, of course the FOC we're gonna look at is for the thirtieth. Um, and let's start at Lunar with some Batman stuff. Batman Beyond. Um, is that is that our good friends Black Mask doing? Um. Coming out with a, a fourth issue of something? No, what? That's amazing. No. Kyle, Detective Comics 58 has a facsimile. What That's is special about... What's, what's special about Detective Comics 58? Do we know? <laughs> Penguin. Is it Penguin? First appearance? Uh, I, don't, I don't know. Huh. I, don't, I would think Penguin would have came out before then, but maybe not. <laughs> um, what kind of other wackiness do we have here? Oh, iZombie, the complete series Omnibus. Oh, wow. I bet that'd be fun. Some more Night Terrors. We're up to issue four. Oh, yeah. We've still got a bunch of Night Terror stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh, and we got a bunch of the swimsuit issues here. So many Night Terrors. <laughs> wow. It's Angel Breaker. Oh, that's that new character, right? Mm-hmm. Harley's second... Titan second. So a lot of these are these are the FOCs for a lot of these that are finishing up. Yeah. Kyle Holtz cardstock's pretty good. Penguin's first issue. Penguin gets a, an, an issue with oh a great Brian Boland cover. Nathan Zerdy's really good. Man, that looks good. Yeah, those are some good penguin ones. I do not like the Nathan Zerdy. With the back tats? Yeah, just oaky. Riddler, year one, finishes up. This is uh, Paul Dano and Bill Sienkiewicz. This is an awesome jock cover. And it's actually the real jock, right? Not the JFC. Yes. It's the <laughs> Not the Diet Coke jock. jock. Interesting. Yeah, good stuff. I, and then Ribbon Queen gets a second issue, which we're excited about Ribbon Queen, too. Mm-hmm. Um, let's slide on over to our friend's that image and see what they're doing. I don't remember Battle Chasers being this cheesecakey. What did that just like? Oh yeah, the art germ. Yeah, yeah. Well, all the covers are covers. all the covers are kind of cheesecakey. You know? yeah. I don't remember it being that. Yeah, I, I don't think I. I think I skipped it, so I don't. I don't even know. I couldn't tell you. Big game number two. People are excited about that. A lot of covers for Dead Romans. Couple of really cool ice cream man covers. <laughs> One of the whale song, their Moby Dick homage, and then oh okay, oh, dude, number two is so creepy. Or cover B is so creepy. Yeah, it is creepy. Oh, what's going on there? There's a spider climbing his ice cream cone. That's not okay. That's not a, no. That's not good. You get get a burn yeah. that ice cream. Yeah, Schlub number one, the new image book. Vanish artist and writer Ryan Stegman and Superboy writer Kenny Porter oh, came up with Stegman. Beef Brothers artist Tyrell Cannon for a new action comedy series featuring the colors of Mike Spicer and lettering by John Hill. 
Failing dentist Roger Dalton blames the world for his problems until he is body swapped with the world's greatest superhero. Can Roger save Earth and finally prove his family he's to his family he's not a loser? Or are we all doomed? That sounds pretty good. Mm-hmm. Planes Walker for Magic the Gathering, Cullen Bunn and Rich Doke. Colin first Bunn. issue. Cranking out another one. Yep. From Dark Eight Horse. Books. Dark Horse phoning it in. <laughs> yeah. We got um from Marvel, we got an amazing Spider Man thirty one, a second printing twenty five copy incentive from scan for ten bucks. Oof. So I'm interested in this Amazing Spider-Man 31 second print. The Ramos is pretty cool. Yeah, that's got the like the magazine cover. Mm-hmm. That's very well done. So I haven't read this one yet. Um, I haven't read 31 yet, so I'm guessing that's this is a new character. Who is that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, is I that, haven't read it. Is either. that Mary? Is that Mary Jane? Yeah, it's Mary Powers Jane. or something. Okay, I haven't read it yet, so I'm, I better catch up. A million Daredevil number ones. Oh, this makes this makes me mad. This makes me mad, Kyle. What makes you mad? There was no reason to reset this book. No. No, oh, I guess it's a new creative team. Okay, I'm not as mad when it's a new creative team. At least that makes a little bit of sense. She Hulk is all, was also getting um, rebooted, I think, last week, and um, mm-hmm. it's the same team. Yeah, I hate that. And it was like they made it to 14 and then rebooted. Okay. With the same team. All right. This is unheard of, Drew. What's that? Moon Knight City of the Dead, number one, going to a second print. Moon Knight books going to a second print? Does that happen, Drew? Um. Well, yeah. Yeah. I mean, recently. <laughs> Not back in the day. Not back in the day. Oh, he gets an annual, too? An annual with uh, an extra cover. Yeah, man, that is nice. And then the girl who plays Miss Marvel is going to write Miss Marvel and relaunch her as a mutant. So, so not no terrigen, no terrigen mist. I guess not. No longer in a humid, inhuman. It is humid here, but no longer is <laughs> inhuman. They're going to be a, a mutant instead. Okay, that's fine. Do what you got to do. <laughs> but, Drew, that's right. Fresh off the world saving death, Kamala has been brought back via Krakoan resurrection technology. <laughs> yeah. So that's just what you do now. That's their yeah. Lazarus pit. So it's the same cheat that DC uses the Lazarus pits for. Yeah. Fine. <laughs> if you must. <laughs> if you must. If you must. Just don't. Just don't try to get my dander up in, by killing people. Yeah. You know? Don't just wake me up when they're actually dead. I love George Perez, but I do not like that Wolverine cover by him. Uh-uh. That's not great. That's sacrilege, though. Can't really say that. What do we got here from Dynamite? I know you're always loving Dynamite, Kyle. What do you got? Darkwing Dog Vampirella. No, we can't find it. We can never find it. <laughs> and then as we're in the back half, let's see what Mid-tier publishers have been delegated to the back half now. Yeah, who are you? We've got Bombshell and Tom Tom, number one from American Mythology. <laughs> not a great title. Yeah. Or it's not a great title that calls to me, I should say. Frank Miller Mel- Ronan, that'll do well. Mm-hmm. Long Knives, hardcover from Black Mask. Plot Holes, number one, from Massive, Sean Gordon Murphy. Yeah, it looks really good. Art. And look at that homage to the yeah. uh, Thor 337. Mm-hmm. Really nice. Do you know who did that cover? The original? No. This one here? Yeah. Is it Simonson? It says Walt Simonson. <laughs> he did his own homage? Yeah, That's apparently. cool. That is amazing. Very nice. Oh, did you see the cover D? Uh, I, is that... Am I supposed to know what that is? That looks like Calvin and Hobbes to me. It does look like Calvin and Hobbes. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Very nice. <laughs> yeah. That's that's I, one, Kyle. Yeah. But we'll go back to the 
licensing a property, we license, we could license Calvin, uh, yeah. Calvin Hobbes and bring it back. Oh man, that'd be cool. I would, I would, I would read a 32 issue comic or maybe oh, yeah. like, yeah. what's he like in college? Does he still yeah. have the daydreams and the machinations uh-huh. yeah. or like, Maybe he grows up and gets married and then goes through a divorce and ends up back with this dude. Uh, or, hear me out, uh, Garth Ennis, uh, Jason Burroughs, at Avatar, <laughs> we <laughs> unleash some zombies and kill them. That is awesome. <laughs> I guess I only have one idea. <laughs> All right, Drew. Massive is not forgetting the poor kids of the world. Plot holes yeah. cover H, the Sega video game cover, not the Nintendo video game cover. This was isn't Sega the guys of the. I, I that's what's become the nomenclature at the moment. I don't believe that, but that's just what they say, and I <laughs> lean into it because it's funny. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, that's pretty. Dan Panosian did the cover B for Plotholz too. Dang. Yeah, there's some money behind that, right? Yeah, there really is. Massive is massive. Massive is massive. There's that Ruben Queen 2 we were talking about. Good old AWA. Mm. All right, Drew. What's your one? Mm, I think I'm going to go with the Penguin, number one. Um, I can't can't go cover A, though. I got to go B with my boy Brian Boland. There we go. Crap. You're going to give me the difficulty of either being Amazing Spider-Man 31 second print cover A with that that stupid cover of the person we don't know who it is. <laughs> well, we know it's we, we know it's Mary Jane Watson. Do we? Her name's on the cover. Oh, okay. And Jackpot's the name of the character. What is the name of the character? Jackpot. Jackpot. Oh, okay. Yep, there it is. Or Plot Holes Beta Ray Homage. Okay. Uh, my two, I can't think. Um, One's a ten dollar oh, book. I was just gonna say the price point kicks me off Spider Man. I'm gone. Let's go to plot holes number one, cover C, Beta Ray homage. Which is which is screw down you, on. Marvel. We'll show yeah. you. Mm-hmm. Let me find it now. Um, okay, that's the massive doing it. Yep. In a world ravaged by war and chaos, a group of survivors must band together to brave the dangers of a post-apocalyptic landscape. The year is 2000, and the world has been plunged into darkness. The nuclear fires have burned out, leaving behind a wasteland of ruins and radiation. But amidst the rubble and despair, a glimmer of hope still remains. Join Dork Day Afternoon as they face off against marauding gangs enemy soldiers, and even the harsh elements themselves in the world of Twilight 2000. Will our heroes survive the challenges ahead? Can they keep their own humanity intact? Or will they succumb to the harsh realities of life after the end of the world? Two Past Midnight, an actual play podcast by Dork Day Afternoon. And that means we are off to cover price, Kyle. You're doing the top ten. Please tell me. Tell me. <laughs> tell me it's good da, stuff. Da, 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 da. Da, 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 da. The oh, number one, no. number two, number three, oh. five, six, seven, eight. <laughs> They're it. all San Diego crap. Number one and two are the same book. <laughs> oh, this week is great, but this week sucks. Yeah. All right, at rank one, Transformers number one, San Diego Comic-Con, the collared one, 94 for a raw, maybe you find it for 70 if you're not uh, checking, and 65 of them have already been sold on the secondary market. Wow. Black and white for number two, but that, I mean, so this is number two, but it's seen a high sale at 200 bucks. Yeah. And it's asking for over 105 there's 17 value. of those floating around, though. But only 17 on the secondary market. The Puppeteer Lee Spawn number one, you know, high sale of 150 bucks, get it for 100. Um, at rank four, Uncanny X Men 266. Hey, there's something. Gambit, but this is now 
not the first this is officially not the first appearance in any way shape or form the more we talk about it the more it's clear this is not the first appearance we're just going to pretend it is and it it works 29 copies 750 dollars for 9.8 200 bucks for near mint but but the the argument is x-men annual number 14 he is called gambit 15 panels on nine pages he speaks and is called by his name Gambit in that annual, and yes. they still don't call that the first appearance. Why? Comics, man, comics. I, 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 I don't. Uh, that's not a cameo. That's a legit <laughs> appearance. Yeah, yes. Yeah, in uh, every way, shape, and form. At rank five, we have Biker Mice from Mars, number one from Marvel from 1993. Per comic book, the nostalgia trip that is Biker Mice from Mars is set to return to the small screen. Not only that, but Ryan Reynolds is attached to the project as well. We mentioned last time we highlighted this book that it would receive a new series and toy line. And recently at San Diego, the new toy line from Nacelle Company made its debut, and they are fantastic. That jolted the community into picking up this first issue of this very brief comic run. We saw 11 copies sold, a CGC 9.6 going for 100 bucks, near mints $15. Void Rivals number one from the San Diego Comic Con, twenty nine copies, seventy eight bucks. Captain America seven fifty, the Joe Casada San Diego Comic Con, two hundred fifty dollars was the high, hundred twenty bucks for near mints. At rank eight, Amazing Spider Man twenty five, the J. Scott Campbell photo booth secret cover. This actually gives us a number on that. That says it's limited to two thousand, so that's good. Mm. Um, 31 copies, $172 pre-sale sold, but you can get a near mint for maybe about 100 bucks if you work on it. At Rack 9, Spider-Man 2099, number one from 1992. This book continues to do well. 26 more copies selling, $230 for a CGC 9.8, 27 bucks. They're asking for near mints. And that Rose Besh Invincible number two um, went very, very quick. We do not know a print run. 19 copies on the secondary market, high sale of 130, near mints, fair market value, 95. At rank 11, we have the Amazing Spider-Man number 26, the Del Auto, a Breeze Comics, limited to 480 copies um, variant, and um, the what are we what are you even doing here? This is. Oh, this is Death of Ms. Marvel issue. Um, retailer and YouTuber Breeze Comics offered 500 mystery boxes at $250 a piece for two mystery slabs. Um, this is confusing. Anyway, what did it go for? We sold, we had a high sale of 500 bucks for a CGC 9.9. CGC 9.8 went for $292. Um, 17 of these bad boys were sold. Yada, yada, yada. Dumb. Uh, rank 12, we've got Marvel Comics Presents number 95. This is not the first appearance of Wolverine's blue and yellow suit. Uh, that belongs to Incredible Hulk 180. This story represents the suit's origin. Um, so wait, wait, wait. <laughs> what? Hulk 180 is the first appearance of of the suit, but not yeah. the first appearance of Wolverine. <laughs> right, exactly. Um, they tracked 42 copies of this, uh, 56 for a near mint raw. Um, so there you go. At rank 13, we have Amazing Spider-Man 300. A little guy named Venom. This might this might have some staying power. Don't don't sell your copies, folks. 22 copies sold, high sale of $3,900 for a CGC 9.8. Raw is around $600. Drew, can I do the next one? Yeah. At rank 14, Harley Quinn, black, white, and redder, number one. Sozo Miyakia, one of 25. If you'll remember, this was Kyle's first ratio pick that he was permitted to do. And he threw it out there as a ratio that you had to do and that you could indeed make money on this ratio, and there was no reason not to do it. And sure enough. High sale of 85 bucks. You're getting double ratio for it, even on near mints. 21 copies sold in the secondary market. Because I know what I'm talking about. You do, you do. I just had to take the shackles off. (laughs) Yes, that's exactly (laughs) Let your freak flag fly. (laughs) Let me be me, Drew. Uh Let me be me. 
that um, rank 15, we have Gargoyles number one from 1995. I bet you watched Gargoyles. Man, maybe not 95. Heck yeah. Yeah, well, you've been 14. Yeah, you might have done that. Yeah. Um, 19 copies sold. High sale of $351 for a CGC 9.8. Um, Raw is around 57. I think your copy of, Gar- of Gargoyles would be a 1.8. If I remember, it was it was a ratty yeah. one. Dog-eared book. Yes. Um, rank 16, we have Wolverine number 88, the deluxe edition from 94. More um, Deadpool Wolverine combo. 22 copies of this sold. High sale of $481 for a CGC 9.8. Raw near mints around 80 bucks. At rank 17, we have Daredevil 196 from 1983. This is the first appearance of Dr. Oyama, the Dark, the Lord Dark Wind. Um, the Doctor is known for creating the process of bonding adamantium to Wolverine Wolverine skeleton. What did I call adamantium earlier in the show? <laughs> what did, I, did, did I say titanium? Is that what titanium. I said? Oh my said. god! <laughs> oh, we're gonna get letters. No prizes for all of you. Um, <laughs> uh, creating speculation of a possible inclusion to Wolverine in the stalled production of Daredevil: Born Again series. Um, the character did have a cameo in Not Netflix. Stalled Daredevil. production. They decided to just chill while the strike's going on. I wouldn't call it stalled. That's true. Exaggerate, Mr. Cover Price. Anyway, 16 copies moved. High sale, 70 bucks for a CGC 9.6. Raw is around $33. At rank 18, we have Ultimate Fallout 4. First miles. Uh, 18 more sold. Uh, it's it's are this same 18 just getting swapped around? That's what I was just it's, about to it's say. Always it's seems always like about it's around 20 bucks. Six, 16 to 20. Um, of those moving around. This one sold for $2,020 for a CGC 9.8. So we're back over two grand again. Raw is around $491. At rank 19, we have New Mutants 98, the first Deadpool, $1,600 for a 9.8. Raw is around $398, and 16 of these moved. And rounding out the top 20, we have the X-Men Annual number 14, which is the kind of first appearance of gambit <laughs> no the legitimate first well, actually it's probably the actual first appearance <laughs> and we still don't understand why it's not 19 <laughs> copies of this sold high sale of 240 dollars for a cg cgc 98 raws around 52 um a little more meat on the bone for this one so I, why don't you buy this one and then yeah, you put your die on the hill that this is the first appearance exactly the price goes up just bark it out. Yes. Legit first appearance. Don't be that guy. Don't be that guy. Yeah. All right. Now let's head on over to Lunar. It is mm-hmm. sneak peek at next week time, right? That's exactly right. We are into August and we are looking at August the 1st at Lunar Distributions. And we are Adventures of Superman John Kent is where we're starting. Yeah, I call it Lunar. Um, you and Eric both call it Lunar. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Yeah. And you guys are younger than me. That's right. So maybe it's a uh, Gen X versus Gen <laughs> Y thing. It's it's very possible. Anyway, which are we doing first? All lunar. Um, what was the date? <laughs> August first. August first. Let's see. Let me get there. Ooh, nice Adventures of Superman covers there. Mm-hmm. A very cool uh, Friday the 13th homage on The Curse of Cleaver County, Part 3. Oh. Deep Dark gets his third and a fourth. Okay. We're going to do a third and a fourth this week. Hope, Volume 2, Number 1. And Number 2, this is Source Point. They're doing multiple issues each week. What's that about? Mm -hmm. What strategy is that? D-U-M, dumb. Or getting a second issue of Night Terrors Batman. That'll be good. Holy Night Terrors Joker 2, Ryan Brown. Which one is he? Oh, man, are those stuffed animals coming out of his mouth? Death by Teddy Bears. Mm. Cram them in there. Oh, okay, Leslie LaRue Lee. I'm going to keep an eye on her because I like her art style. Is that the the cover B? 
Let's cover B for Joker. For Poison Ivy. Poison Ivy. Oh, okay. Yeah. Now the that was my probably my favorite of the of the of the night terrors was the Poison okay. Ivy. Yeah. So I'm Good. looking forward to this one. Do you need the facsimile of uh, Omega Man number three? Well, it's this murder by mail thing. This is also a source point press. Oh, neat. Private investigator working for illicit investigations. I got to keep an eye on that one. Um, Oh, look at that. Omega Man 3 facsimile. Good call, Kyle. Lobo. And you can get it in foil if you'd like. Very nice. Peacemaker tries hard. One of my favorite new books. (laughs) Love it. Laugh out loud funny. Sandman Universe Thessaly special. Okay. Uh, Sins of the Salt and Sea hits issue three. Really like that cover B by uh, yeah. Sean Martin Brewer and Brad Anderson. I like that. I just like that style. <laughs> Stabity Buddy volume. And Wonder Woman 800 gets a second printing. After all those covers, there's a second print. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that means it's got some demand still. So good yeah, for them. Let's head down to our friends at Image and see what they have to say. Ooh, we're going to get... August um, 2nd. Oh, yeah, August 2nd. And we're going to get uh, Hey Kids Comics issue 5 of 6. So we're getting close to the end there. That'll be fun. Sacrificers, number one. Rick Remender. Oh! Dave McCaig on art. Tomorrow oh. is a humorous paradise thanks to five families who make everything perfect for the price of one child per household (laughs) now as that bill comes due a son expected to give everything for a family that never loved him and an affluent daughter determined to destroy utopia must unite to end one generation's unnaturally uh, protracted reign holy crap i can't wait well i only have one kid so i can't I, i i couldn't do it I you got, got three. I, I had a, so I had which one? You, which one you scan. sacrifice? Yeah. Oh, it's becoming the girl every more every day. <laughs> the girl has to be sacrificed. <laughs> uh, she ain't moving that name on to the next one. Keep them boys. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's like China. I was just about to say that, but I wasn't sure I was allowed to. Granted, I just <laughs> talked about killing killing my child, but still. <laughs> Quest oh, number one from Jonathan Luna and Crystal Wood. What was it? All Quest. Quest. Oh, yeah. Luna. Okay. Yeah. Not Luna Brothers, just one of them. Yes, Jonathan Luna. Okay. And then World Tree getting a lot of printings. Holy poop. Very nice. Fourth printing of issue one. Yeah. Not counting the fact that there's dark printings of issue one. So there's technically five printings. Yeah. <laughs> Boom's giving us. Um, Another grim, fantastic. Oh, once upon a time at the end of the world, Kyle. This was mm-hmm. I really liked the first volume, and then they like aged everybody up yeah. for the second volume. And I was oh, like, Oh yeah, oh, I remember. Yeah. This isn't going to be great, right? But it was a really good issue, and so now I'm excited again to get back into this because of what they've done. So really, you know, it's. Is it Jason Aaron? Is that who it is? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was just I about mean, to say, who are you to think that Jason is? Why would Aaron I doubt him? Plan? Right. Yeah. Why should I doubt him? That's crazy. Um, let's see. We've got down in Marvel, we've got an uh, Amazing Spider-Man annual. <laughs> and for a hundred copy incentive, you can get Wolverine in that yellow suit that everybody's so crazy about. Hmm. Coincidence? I think not. It looks like it's regular. You can order it, too. It's a George mm-hmm. Perez variant, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe. Scotty Young doing um, Iceman. <laughs> That's a cool cover. Death of Ben Venomverse. Eh, hard pass for me. Meh. Doctor Strange getting a lot of love there. Fantastic Four hits 10. I want to talk about Star Wars droids number one. Charles Soule writing this. Scourge of the droids. <laughs> okay. It's a it's a new another yet another Star Wars launch. Mm-hmm. Okay, Kyle. I suppose. <laughs> I didn't have you with droids. Well, they don't look like the murder droids. Yeah, yeah. So we don't see BT and Triple Zero here, but yeah. I, they're somewhere. 
Maybe they could be. Mm-hmm. Yoda got to issue 10 already. Strange Academy, Miles Morales, number one. That's a weird combo. It's are. What if Dark Venom? What if Dark Venom? Sorry. <laughs> pause there. X-Men reaches 25. We got another Hellfire Gl- Gala? It's a promo variant. I don't, yeah. think that's, I don't think that's legit. Yep. And then down in um, Dynamite, <laughs> Fire and Ice, number more one. More Gargoyles, more Fire and Ice. What is more Fire and Ice? Scar. Okay, it's Bill Willingham, mm-hmm. and that's a Bill Senkovich cover. Oh, it is a Sen- Yeah, I'm looking uh, at that. Okay. It's a it's a Frank Frazetta, Ralph Bakshi property that's getting read. From 1982. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting, though. Yeah. Good combo. And then we're down to the back half already. Mm-hmm. Conan number one from Titan Comics. Okay, Titan got, has the rights now. Okay. Man, Art German does another really good one. He was but it's not a, it's not actually Conan. Yeah. He just does he not is he not able to draw guys? <laughs> is that the deal? He's not a fan. He only knows how to draw women. These Dead by Daylight covers are cool. Yeah. Nothing else really jumping out to me. There is quite a bit of stuff going on, but <laughs> plus size elf. Graphic novel. Mm-hmm. There's more pop scars. More Robotech. Ooh, there is a Derek Chu cover for Robotech one. I do like that. Yeah. I feel like Robotech's relaunched recently. Mm-hmm. This is Robotech Rick Hunter. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that, that Derek Chu is nice. It just keeps going and going and, and Dark going. Horse, Dark Horse doing their Star Wars imprint stuff with hyperspace stories. TMNT Last Ronin, Lost Years from uh, Raza, Raza cover. We have the Antagonists number one from Godhood Comics. Okay. Tyler Tyler F Martin uh, and Giancomo Guida on art. Married supervillains Destructus and Ultima struggle to yeah. protect their family and keep their past a secret. Decades after retirement, but with the world still after them, the Aval family must band together in order to survive. Very nice. Very nice. What you got, Drew? Oh, I'm going to have to go back up to Image and say, Rick Remender, Dave McCade, what do we got with this uh, Sacrificer or someone? Sacrificer, yeah. And that's who I'm going to go with. That is the easy, easy, easy one. Yeah. Hmm, interesting. I don't know that necessarily anything in DC is jumping out at me because we're not on our first... uh, of any of these night stalkers. Yeah. There are definitely some cool ones, but I don't know that there's anything we have to have. So we're going to have to go with something in Marvel. Uh oh. I know what that's going to be. Is that going to be Star Wars droids? Yeah, I think we're going to end up just doing some droid action. Also, see. <laughs> Damn. Yep. We're just going to go with that. Star Do we Wars have a specific cover that we're leaning towards? One, and we are leaning towards the good old... I do like Giuseppe coming cool. The act, we're going to go action figure. C-3PO action figure with the weird coin. I will find it. Oh, okay. All right, cool. Welcome back, Kyle. Yeah, it's good to be back. Missed y'all. So hopefully... I do have another vacation next week, but I think I'll be back in time to record, and we should be good, so we don't need that. And hopefully San Diego Comic-Con will have no longer be the big buzz, and we can look at some other comics. <laughs> they better not. If they do it again next week uh, with a, a, a San Diego exclusive mm-hmm. takeover, I want to be uh, finding a new site. Yeah, my buddies from uh, the second podcast I do are going to Gen Con in Indianapolis next week so i told them to be on the lookout for any comics there but it's mostly tabletop stuff i didn't think comics would do much there but yeah i said if there happens to be give me a holler (laughs) 
Good stuff. All right. We thank you for tagging along with us. Of course, head to patreon.com. Look for comics for fun and profit. Be part of the Slack. Chit chat with us. Pick our brains before we even come onto the podcast. All that kind of cool stuff. So for Drew and for myself, see ya. As you know, our LCS is Cowabunga Comics, Lake Country's Wisconsin's best pop culture destination for new comics, back issues, gaming, retro video games, vinyl, and figures. Give them a call. 262-569-9999. Check them out online at cowabungacomics.com or follow them on Twitter at Incredicow. Um, they are our LCS and we utilize their deep discount mail order service to bring Walk, Wisconsin closer to us. They'll take care of you. Tell them Drew and Kyle sent you. Say hi to Eric and James from us. If you need an LCS, you can't go wrong with Cowabunga Comics.